0: Get yours in
1: Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products.
0: Hi, guys, and welcome back to another new episode of Couch Talks. I'm Kat, and I'm the host here. If you're new uh, and you're like, what is Couch Talks? This is You Need Therapy. Couch Talks is the bonus episode of Uni Therapy where I answer questions that you guys send in to me. And if you have a question that you want to send in to me, you can send it to kathryn, k-a-t-h-r-y-n, at Podcast.com. And also reminder to all of you that even though I am a therapist, this is not therapy and I'm not your therapist. Actually, I might be <laughs> depending on who's listening to this right now, um, but I'm most likely not your therapist. So just want to remind everybody that before we get into the questions. Now for the emails, we're just going to do one today and it's a good one. I'm super excited about answering this and talking about it. Kind of wish I had somebody to talk about this with, but it's just going to be me. <laughs> So here is the question we have. Hi, Kat. So I have a pretty personal question, and it kind of has to do with boundaries, I think. I have been dating my boyfriend for about six months now, and i run into a problem. I waited about three months to introduce him to my family, which I thought was appropriate because our relationship was new, and I wanted and still want to take things slow. Well, it turns out my mom hates him. Well, maybe hate is a strong word, but she doesn't think he is right for me. I don't know what to do. I am close with my family and want my partner to get along with my family and fit in with my family. But also, I really like this guy. So, should I wait it out? Do I tell my boyfriend that she doesn't like him? I really don't know what to do. Help. Okay. (laughs) So, as if dating was not enough. Then we are adding in family dynamics, and then boom, it's harder. (laughs) So I empathize with you. This sounds like a hard situation to be in. I really, really like this guy. Things seem to be going well. And then all of a sudden, my mom doesn't like him, and that throws a curveball because I've, I assume, always have wanted my mom and imagined my mom to love the person that I want to spend the majority of my life with if that's what your intentions are with dating. So obviously, I have so many questions that I wish I could ask you. And obviously, as well, I can't and won't tell you what to do. But I would like to encourage you to first and foremost, not catastrophize this situation just yet. I don't know the details, like I said, so there's probably more to this that would help me understand and and make it educated encouragement to you. But the first thing I would definitely say is let's not catastrophize just yet because just because she doesn't like him now or things seem weird now doesn't mean they're always gonna be that way. And just because she doesn't like him or didn't enjoy meeting him for some reason doesn't mean that can't shift as you guys continue to date and you know the world moves. So let's not go to worst case scenario. Like if I marry this guy, my family will fall apart. We don't know that that would happen. So let's talk about mom. So mom doesn't like him. Does she hate his personality or he isn't what she imagined for you? What is it that she does not like about him? And is that something that you also don't like? And is that a deal breaker? So most of our parents most want the best for us, right? So the issue with that is because that's a good thing. But the issue with that is that they are seeing the world through their lens. So they imagine what is best for you through how they have experienced the world and relationships, you have the right to disagree, because you've experienced the world through your lens, then there's this part. And I want you to take this in gently. I wonder if there's any validity to what your mom may be seeing that she doesn't like in him. I wonder because this relationship is still new, which means you might possibly still be in this deep infatuated stage or, um, you know, this lustful, excited, blissful, you know, we all use the term honeymoon phase of your relationship. And when we're in that stage, sometimes we don't see things as clearly as other people see them. And sometimes we just don't see things as clearly as other people see them when we're in them, because we have a different vantage point. So, Maybe and this is a this is a maybe because I don't know, but do your your parents might have or your mom might have a, le- a legitimate concern like she might be seeing something that you are not able to see right now and I think that is something worth paying attention to. now you have the ability to disagree like I said with what she's seen, but I think there's something to be said about that and I know for my friends, let's say my friends, this happens probably to everybody. So you don't have kids or <laughs> something like that. So you can use your friends as examples or comparison. So have you ever had a friend who's dated somebody and you're like, I do not like this person for them. And it's because you're seeing a pattern of behavior or just something in them that really throws you for a loop that they look past or ignore or just literally can't see they're blinded by because they are in this relationship and they're seeing all these other things or wanting to see these other things. Now, with that, that person dating that person can still choose to date them, whether or not we share that information with them or not, that's their right as well. Like I'm saying, your mom might have these concerns, they might be legitimate or illegitimate, but if they are legitimate, you still have the choice to date him anyway and disagree with her. But I, I would, if you have a good relationship with your mom, like it sounds like you do, I would really, you know, take into consideration what it is that she doesn't like about him if it is something worth looking at. Like, I would be very curious of that. Now, if it's his personality she hates, well, <laughs> she's not dating him. So, do you like his personality? And I would assume that you do, but I'm also not sure the details of the relationship. And that's where, like, yeah, your mom wouldn't date him, but you might, and that's okay. Or maybe this guy did some things that, you know, rubbed her the wrong way. So, I know for me, I grew up in the South, and there is a certain culture. <laughs> that goes along with the expectations of how men should act in relationships and really in general. So to give you some context, I remember I was dating this guy a couple years ago, and the first night that one of my friends met him, she said, yeah, I knew he was from Mississippi because he took your trash out without asking. I was like, what? And and that's just an example of like, that's an expectation that like men in Mississippi or like men in the South, they're supposed to take the trash out and they're supposed to open the door and they're supposed to say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. And um, they're supposed to do all these things and they're supposed to be the breadwinners or they're supposed to have these types of jobs. And so maybe there are some things that this person did or didn't do that maybe just like rubbed your mom the wrong way and that has to do with more of like her culture and expectations and maybe even generational maybe mom hates him or doesn't like him because of his manners. Maybe his manners are different than your implicit family rules, which are unspoken rules. So I personally wouldn't need to date someone who takes my trash out every day. Like, yeah, that was really nice that that guy did that. But there are other characteristics and traits in in a partner that I would look for and that I care about more than somebody who's going to open my car door and take the trash out. And this guy took the trash out. And guess what? We are not still together. <laughs> and That's okay. Maybe that's what some people really want. And you know what? Some, somebody will love that person. But what I'm saying is like, that's nice of him to do that. But I'm not offended if that's not something that somebody wants to do. So if she's judging his character or thinks he's rude because he doesn't do things like hold the door open and, and say yes, I am and stuff like that. Those are either easy fixes or they're non-issues. So you could easily quote-unquote fix that and say like hey you know in my family we refer to all of like our elders uh, as ma'am and sir and so when we're with my family I would really appreciate it if you could use those words and use that language um, out of respect for my parents or my grandparents or my aunts or whoever it is and you can easily like let somebody know who otherwise wouldn't know to say that. I remember when I moved from Virginia in second grade to Tennessee, I had never experienced somebody saying yes, ma'am or no, ma'am. And then all of a sudden, that's what everybody was saying. I was like, wait, am I supposed to say that? Is it rude if I don't? And I'd just be like, yeah. <laughs> and then I learned that like, that's rude here. I didn't know. So I needed some education. So what I'm saying in that regard, if, if there are things like that, you can either choose to say that's a non-issue to me that doesn't actually bother me those things don't bother me like if your mom hates him because he didn't offer to take the trash out you could say like yeah mom like that's a you issue or you can say oh yeah mom I don't like that either he just grew up in a different kind of environment and they show appreciation love and respect in different ways but he doesn't know that so I wonder if he knew that's how you experienced respect if he would shift that and that would be an easy fix and man I really Want to reiterate that I empathize with you because while I don't know the details of this, it does really sound like it's really important for you to have a blend right here. It's your family is very important to you. It sounds like you're close with your family, and a dream for you is that the person that you love spending time with and the person that you choose to be with is somebody that's going to fit in or jive with your family. And the reality is, that's a dream for a lot of people that like. I'm gonna find somebody that fits so perfectly into the system that I grew up in. The reality is, often that's not the case. And so we have to look at priorities, right? We have to look at what's the most important. What do we want and then is there anything we want more than that? So what do we want? I want a person that fits in with my family and gets along with my parents and my siblings and all this, okay? Is there anything you want more than that? Uh, No, okay? Is there anything you want more than that? I might ask that to somebody else. Yes. What I want more than somebody who fits in my family is somebody that I feel super, super connected with and somebody that I feel can be a partner and respects me and loves me the way that I desire to be loved. Okay. So you might have to sacrifice and give or take in some of these areas. And it it reminds me of a story that I heard uh, a long time ago, a couple years ago at a conference that I was at. And it was this guy was telling a story about how he had um, become somewhat successful in his business. And he lived in Chicago and he wanted to buy a condo that overlooked the city. And so he found this condo. It was awesome. He loved it. And so he went to his financial advisor and was like, okay, can I afford this condo? And the financial advisor replied after he did some work. And he was like, yeah, yeah, you can totally afford this. But I have one question for you. Is there anything that you want more than this condo? And he said, what do you mean? He was like, well, you can afford this condo, but is there anything in your life that you want more than this condo right now? And he said, well, yeah, I mean, like I want a family and I I want a partner and I, I want to be able to go on vacations with my family and I want financially stress-free environment within my family and all of that. And he said, okay, well, then you can't afford the condo. And he was like, what do you mean? He was like, well, if you want all of those things, you're going to have to sacrifice Because to have a family and a partner and a relationship that's super healthy, you can't work at the same capacity that you're working right now. And so your finances might shift. And if your finances shift, then you won't be able to afford this condo. Or if you wanna spend your money on vacations and this and that, then your finances are gonna shift. And your finances can't shift if you want to afford this condo. And so he, long story short, didn't get the condo. I am unclear on if he got the other things, but at the time he hadn't got them yet, but he didn't get the condo. And I think that speaks to this idea that like, I think that we get too caught up in this, this American dream vision of like having it all, when we don't get to have it all most of the time. We get to choose what we prioritize and, I don't know if I'm getting off topic here, but I'm kind of just like spreading this conversation out to sometimes we have to sit with that uncomfortable feeling and that uncomfortableness of like, oh man, this isn't the perfect thing that I imagined. And also at the same time, I have something good and I appreciate this something good. And because I have this something good, I can let go of this other thing. And that doesn't have to feel good. But I do think that one thing that I would want you, the person, and whoever's listening, but the person that wrote this question to look at is like, what is the most important thing here? Either is okay. I want to please my family. If that's priority, that's okay. Or I really want to focus on pleasing myself relationally. That's okay. Not one is not better than the other, but what is going to make you feel most taken care of? So this is not an easy thing. Uh, This is not an easy kind of breeze through it. But I want you to know that I really feel the weight of what this probably is like because dating is hard, like I said in the beginning. And it's hard and it's tough out there to find connections with people. So when we find these connections with people, we don't want to let go of them because we remember how hard it was to find that connection. So I feel you. And I also want to go back to the thing that I said in the beginning of you don't have to catastrophize this yet. We don't have to go worst case scenario. Let's go through some steps before we get to the point where we have to prioritize and pick one over the other. Or maybe there is shifting in the idea of what one of those things looks like. So maybe this is somebody that like can get along with my family, but they're not going to be best friends with my dad. Okay, okay. Well, if they can spend time with each other and get along and enjoy each other's company, that works for me. They don't have to be best friends with my dad, or they don't have to be best friends with my mom, or they don't have to be best friends with my brother or my sister. And I, I want to encourage us to also watch out for this other thing we do. And this speaks to that space where like, I want people to like who I'm with and think highly of the person that I am with, my partner. I also want to like that person and think highly of them. And to be honest, that is going to be different in some areas for me than my family because I'm different from my parents. I'm different from my siblings. I I function differently in relationships. I have different values in different areas. I have different interests. And so something that I really think highly of and value is going to look different in some areas in my family. And so we have to watch out for that space where our, our judgment gets clouded because we're more concerned about the perceptions of what people think about us and the people we're with and what we're doing than actually the truth of what we need and we desire. So a lot of food for thought here today. And I also would go ahead and assume that you, the person who wrote this email in, are not the only person Who is dealing with something like this and it might not even be in dating It could be around like the job that I choose to take or the city that I choose to move in or the way I even dress Like this all goes to back to like the the people pleasing and and all of that Which we've talked about a lot on here. So Thank you for the question. Thank you for being vulnerable and good luck to you and your relationship and your relationship with your family and Know that you're not alone in this so that does it for today's episode of Couch Talks. If you have a question that you would like me to answer, again, you can send it to katherine at Podcast.com. You can follow the podcast at at unitherapypodcast on Instagram and you can follow me at cat.defada. And if you could do us the biggest favor and give us a rating and a review um, at the bottom of um, Apple Podcasts, that would be awesome. We really appreciate you. Each and every one of those, when you guys do that, I I notice and I really, really appreciate it. Um, so if you could do that, if you have constructive feedback, which I also really value, go ahead. You can email that to me as well and I will um, take that in for some food for thought for myself. So hope you guys have the day you need to have and I will talk to you guys on Monday. Get excited because I was enthralled with this conversation that you guys are going to hear Monday. So mark your calendar, set an alarm, subscribe, follow the podcast so you automatically get it and you don't miss this episode because it's so good. All right. I will talk to you guys Monday.
1: Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast growing health and wellness industry.